0: Hi, it's me, Dr. Sethi. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Skin Report. As myself and my team prepare the coming episodes of the podcast, please enjoy the podcast, Tony Talks. Instead of hosting, I was a guest, and I talked with Tony about how self-care, especially focused on skin and beauty, affects your confidence, mood, and relationships. I hope you enjoy listening to the conversation because Tony also brings up so many important points. And also be sure to stay tuned for when the Skin Report returns with its usual content.
1: Welcome, dear friends, to Tony Talks Humanity Matters, a safe and sacred space where we can elevate our health from our mind, body, and spirit so we can show up in the world as a loving and inclusive presence and encourage everyone around us to do the same. I'm Tony Julian, your host, and today we're delving into one of my favorite topics, how to help women elevate their self-care, and more specifically, how to achieve radiantly healthy skin. My guest today is Dr. Simran Sethi, an internal medicine doctor. She has two decades of experience treating patients on a clinical and an aesthetic level. Dr. Sethi has cultivated her skincare line by focusing on both how the skin is impacted from the inside and out. Dr. Sethi has completed extensive hospital and clinical training as an internist and has additional expertise in aesthetic dermatology. Dr. Sethi has had the privilege of meeting and treating thousands of women of color in her Bay Area medical spas. Her profession and personal experience with treating melanated skin led her to develop Skin by Dr. Sethi, the only medical grade systems line for women of color. She also has her own weekly podcast that focuses on beauty, wellness, and beauty trends, especially as they relate to people of color. In addition to being an MD, Dr. Sethi acquired an executive MBA from the Wharton School, the University of Pennsylvania. She is also a leading provider and key opinion leader for Cynosure Lasers, the world's leading company in energy-based aesthetic and medical treatments. As a key opinion leader, Dr. Sethi leads specialty programming panels for treating melanated skin for other medical aesthetic doctors seeking best practice protocols. It's a genuine privilege to welcome you here today, Dr. Sethi. Thank you. And I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Well, I appreciate your time. I know your schedule is completely booked every day. So your time and expertise is uh, very much appreciated. So would you share a little bit about your background and why you focused on dermatology and how you started out as an internist, but then ended up doing what you're doing? Yeah, you know, a lot of people ask me that,
0: and I think that whenever, if you ask any doctor why they went into medicine, they will always or almost always say that it's because they wanted to impact people's lives and and make them feel better and happier. Um, I used to practice entirely in the hospital, and I found that while uh, my patients were alive, uh, they got better, but I, I never saw them leaving happier, per se. Maybe they were a little relieved. But um so but then I also as uh, personally was um, going through my own kind of skin journey um, trying to help uh, myself achieve healthier glory more glowing skin I had some acne scars that had plagued me for years and and now that you know I was a working adult I could seek professional help to address that and I found that um, and I found two things I found that you know aesthetics does make people feel happier when I you know I have um i see thousands of people every month and they leave our offices feeling more confident and happier and i wasn't seeing that in traditional internal medicine so i enjoyed that aspect of it and i also found that i was meeting women who were very much like me they were professionals they were really ready to really elevate their skin to the next level but weren't finding the solutions for it or there was so much overwhelm in the market that they weren't getting to the solution and that i think for my own personal or selfish reasons, inspired me to um, enter the aesthetic field, and 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 um, you know the practice of medicine means that you learn every day, learn new things by trying new things, and that's really what I've been doing for the last, I would say, five years. In and and that's how, um, and that's brought me to developing specialized protocols for more melanated skin like myself, um, and a skincare line dedicated to that.
1: That's beautiful. And that just, um, I'd love to touch on a couple of points about what you just said. I think it's One thing that you mentioned, and I think it's so important to make that distinction between the societal pressures on what we as women feel like we need to do to feel or look beautiful and to be healthy and what we want to do um, for ourselves to make ourselves feel good. And it's that feeling of feeling good and and of that self-esteem and elevating. So do you have advice for women how to make sure that it fits within their healthy mindset and it is going to contribute to them in that way? You know, I think that one of the things that I've uh,
0: learned in practicing aesthetic medicine is that we all judge ourselves so much. But also that um, that as a as a society, we've also developed our, you know, some sort of very rigid guidelines on what is beautiful and how to feel beautiful or how to feel confident Um, But what I will say is and after and after meeting so many people, um, it's you, everyone has their own special way of feeling confident, you know, for some women, all it takes is straightening their hair, and they Mm -hmm. feel like they're a million bucks and, um, and for some women, it's just putting on lipstick. So, and, and, and it, exactly. So it's, it's like, find your way, of, you know, your way of self-care. Self-care could just mean eating breakfast alone without the hustle and bustle <laughs> Children, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, right. So it and it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be very time consuming, but it has to be deliberate. And uh, when it comes to beauty regimens, which is a lot of people associate self care with beauty regimens, and I and I think that that is that is I think a strong association because you also get a result. You you know if you take care of yourself, you result in looking healthier, looking your more optimal self. Um, so don't feel guilty about that. You know, if, if find something that fits your budget, do it consistently, get your alone time, even that 10 minutes of your beauty regimen can really reinvigorate you.
1: I so agree, and I and I love your point about the consistency of it. And I think as uh, as a woman getting through many many decades of experience, and you know, start seeing the age, it it's like it sometimes it just t- it does just take something simple uh, to do, and that we do for ourselves. And and you know, I I think also in our society, oftentimes we feel like doing something for ourselves is selfish. When mm-hmm. that's the furthest thing from the truth. Can you talk about that a little? And have you had experience with some of your patients who may sometimes feel a little guilty about doing good things? For oh, themselves? absolutely. You know, yeah.
0: you will be amazed at how many moms will bring in their young, um, your, you know, their your, their young adult, their 19, um, 20 year old t- um, daughter or son saying, that my child has had acne for a long time. And now they have their scar, uh, these scars, and they they wear their hair like this, because, ah. they're so, um, you know, they're so ashamed of their scars. And I'm looking at mom too, because she's clearly dedicated so much time and attention to her children. And so I always ask them, and mom, how about you? Is there something we can do for you? And they're just like, Oh, yeah, well, no, I just want to take care of my child first. Um, and it's, and it's, and I, I totally understand if it's a budget thing, but you know what, oftentimes it's not, it's, it's a time thing. And um, when we kind of open up that conversation of, you know, you can squeeze in your appointment at the same time, why don't you get even a facial for yourself? And, um, and I've seen people go from just that simple act to going, oh, um, I can actually do things for myself. But it, but you're right. It has to be so deliberate. And women um, have uh, associate a lot of guilt with it. And I, I also think it's our culture, you know, with social media. Social media can be such a blessing, or um, or or it can be very. It can really misinform people. Mm-hmm. So you see influencers who are doing all sorts of things, and and I think it just it increases the expectations for parenting a lot of times. So um so that's why it's it's very hard for mothers, especially, or women especially to stop and do things for themselves.
1: I to- totally agree. And I can say as a business owner with four kids, I have been yes, through all that. Sure. I have more than been through all that. And and you know, I I started realizing that uh that it really comes down to self-love and, and, and how we, you know, I had a client who came in and, and he wasn't treating himself well. And I said, well, you have a five-year-old boy, would you send your five-year-old to school with a couple of carrots for lunch and to be there for 12 yeah. hours and not have a nap? And it's like, treat yourself the same way, at least As you would treat your child, because it's so easy for us to take care of our, you know, our little succulent plants and our our little dogs and our children and our parents. And, you know, I get pulled between, or I was at one point, the four kids and the ailing parent and, and we women just get stretched. Um, But there's still time because it, it, it doesn't take much. It could be five minutes, go sit under a tree, Right. Exactly. And, and you know, I think um, the other point you bring up is, um,
0: is you also if you have daughters, I have two daughters, um, when you take the time to give yourself that self love and self care, you're teaching them the same thing. And you're teaching yes. um, and, 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 you know, this example of the mom bringing in her daughter with acne scarring, I'm sure that mom would love to see her daughter take care of herself as, you know, as she grows older. And, and but you you can't, you don't instill that unless you also demonstrate it. And I think that um, teaching your your child, teaching your spouse that this is an important part of your day, Um, it's your responsibility. I don't think, you know, I know I, I love my husband. He's the most supportive, supportive, sweet person, but he's never going to say, Simran, I need you to stop and take 10 minutes to take care of yourself. (laughs) I (laughs) know
1: if we don't do that for ourselves, if we don't tell ourselves, if we don't think, I mean, it really, it does come down to self-love. And I, I profess this just all the time is self-love is the foundation of self-care and we are even taught not to love ourselves. You know, some of us have trouble saying I like myself. <laughs> it took me a long time to say I love this person. I love myself. Right. Yeah, you know, sometimes don't you look in the mirror and you go, wow, I look really nice today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I do. I'm like, look, yeah, looking exactly. good. And it's like great hair day. And it's totally okay for women to say, I look beautiful today. I look radiant today. And just that positivity and, and being heart-centered and living in your heart. And then you get this, you know, what, what also I love about what you talk about is the inside out, right? Is treating yourself from the inside out from like a, not just a medical standpoint, but but mindset. And once we have that mindset and we have that feeling inside of, you know, I am loving, I'm a good person. I deserve good things. Then that opens us up to oh. not just a healthy mindset and a radiant personality and just glowing from within but it allows us to to do that self-care
0: oh you know um you know tony i'm glad you brought that up because um in in my in my specialty we do a lot of um, skin procedures you know we we do botox fillers all sorts of procedures Mm right body sculpting and 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 you can ask all the 20 team members who work with me the one, if we have two people who are identical ages, you know, and they come in with similar, um, let's say, skin issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but one has a very positive personality, just an overall positive outlook. And the other one it does not, you know, just a very negative person, very hard on themselves, hard on others as well. We could do the identical things to them and their results will be night and day. There's just something about that mindset that gets in the way of even results where we're using the same technology, the same number of sessions, everything, but the results are completely different. So uh, there is a lot to say for your outlook, um, you know, just showing up on your face and your skin, your body.
1: Right, right. And it just proves we are more than just a bunch of cells clumped together, Oh, you know, <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's that whole approach that I have been professing to people. It's that mind, body, spirit, everything is connected. Absolutely, Right. And then, and then it's also kind of, you know, one impacts the other and it impacts the, impacts the other. And so sometimes, you know, it's the physiology follows the psychology and that sometimes mm-hmm. the reverse is true. So sometimes if we just do a little something nice, like I came into your office, I will share this with our listeners and Viewers, I came into your office for a treatment and, you know, it took a couple of months because sometimes it takes, you know, Mm -hmm. you were actually building elastin and all of those other, you, you are much better at describing that. Um, but it, but it's just that little boost that, that, that connects to everything else that just makes that radiance come out. And exactly, exactly.
0: And, and, you know, you, you, you know, you really wear your confidence on your face and, um, and, um, that, that there is something, there is definitely, I know, and it, it, you know, in the scientific world, they like to see studies and, and, and things and, and, you know, showing that. and But I, I will say just from, uh, you know, our more applied <laughs> experience and studies, I think it, 100% um, someone's outlook coming into a, a set of treatments in, a, in our field, uh, it, you know, makes a huge impact on their results.
1: Yes, yes, I absolutely agree. And so one thing that you are very involved in, and and you brought up your skincare line earlier is helping with women of color. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to us some of the conditions that are yes. more that, that affect these people. Yes,
0: exactly. So, so, you know, women of color or people of color have, so we're all born with the same amount of melanin, no matter what our skin color, but the activity of melanin is increased in people of color, which means that any kind of, any exposure to something that their skin does not like, um, or tolerate, Will result in more melanin production because this, those melanocytes, the melanin producing cells, are sitting in our superficial skin layer. They're our protection. They're protecting all of our collagen and elastin, which is sitting in our dermis, which is our deepest layer. So, as a just genetically and by evolution, our, our people of color will produce more melanin in response to things. Now, what those things are, are things like acne. So if you have a um, a young woman who's Caucasian and she has, uh, once her acne calms down, she will just not have anything else on her skin. Her skin is going to look very clear. Uh, a, a woman who's South Asian or African-American is going to, sh- those those pimples will clear, but she'll have these dark spots all over her face. That mm-hmm. could last for years and years um, because she just has more melanin activity. So all of our, um, so when it comes to addressing um, skin of color, their concerns are always have to do with dark spots and hyperpigmentation and less with um, uh, skin losing its um, elasticity, less wrinkle formation. Not that that doesn't happen, but it's, 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 uh, it happens a little later in, in age. And mo- most of their disorders are pigment related. Hmm. Um, and the But the problem in traditional aesthetics is that many of the strategies we use for pigment reduction in lighter skin tones actually increase pigment production in darker skin tones. So lasers are a very good example most lasers expose the our melanin producing cells with heat to heat and light and those are exactly the two things that melanin producing cells don't like so as a result they produce even more melanin because they're programmed to do that um so that and that was one of the biggest challenges entering into aesthetics finding solutions for um people of color and then when it was not it was it's not just Procedures, but then when it comes to skincare, the traditional approach to melanated skin has been to fight melanin production by using products like hydroquinone, um, which is which is which does reduce melanin activity, but at the cost of causing a lot of inflammation in most cases. Which then increases melanin activity. So you're thinking now, yeah. okay. So what should they be doing? Or, or um, y- you know the, or, or, a lot of skincare companies will use very harsh exfoliants to try and slough off um, darker skin. You know, trying to reveal lighter skin or, or you know, clearer skin. Um, but that actually, again, in darker skin tones, leads to more inflammation. So um, the approach that I like to take is. Let's work with your, your skin renewal cycle because on a daily basis at all times, we are all producing new skin so that our, we can always build this protective skin barrier. Um, if you support that new skin production appropriately at each step, you will balance production of melanin because melanin has a job. Its job is to prevent you from forming fine lines and damaging your collagen, So let's let it do its thing at a balanced level, just like it would in a young child or a baby. And let's repair the skin, not keep fighting melanin at the cost of breaking that skin barrier. So a lot of women of color tend to use products that contain hydroquinone, or they'll buy really high potency vitamin C cream, or they'll try retinol because they've seen that it can cause clearer skin. But in their case, it's it's causing them to peel excessively because they're going for very high concentrations. So let's stop using one product to fight melanin production. Instead, let's Nourish the skin renewal cycle at each step so you balance and down regulate abnormal production um, and let, you know, let your melanin do what it's naturally programmed to do, protect you from all the things that people are, you know, buying skincare products to do, like fighting wrinkles and uh, sagging skin. So, so that yes. I know it's a very long explanation, but that, you know, it is a philosophy.
1: Well, yes. Well, there's so much to it. And it's, it's fascinating to me. I was not aware of that. I just thought, well, maybe it doesn't show as much on people that Mm -hmm. are lighter complected, but that's completely not true. It sounds like the The procedures and products and things that would be to treat somebody with lighter skin are actually very traumatic for people of darker skin.
0: Exactly. And you will see, you know, if you go to a a physician who's very responsible but not experienced in treating melanated skin or darker skin tones, um, they will likely turn you away. Um, If you're, you know, someone of my complexion, and that's actually what was happening with me, I was going to dermatologists who are actually people I know I've worked with. And they all told me the same thing. Well, you know, I can't use lasers on you, because I know that that'll worsen your pigmentation. So how about try some chemical peels, maybe some hydroquinone. And yeah, that's probably the best we can do, because, you know, we're not going to try and harm your skin. And I know a lot of people get that response. So um, and, and in a way that's safer than some of the things that I've seen in the aesthetic industry, where people have tried things that should not be done on their skin, and now, you know, resulting in, you know, greater damage and, and so forth.
1: Yes, exactly. So what happens, and my mind's just wandering here a little bit, what happens when you have someone of mixed ethnicity? So mm-hmm. take me, for example, I look fairly light complected, but I'm half dark Italian. Um, so I know genetically mm-hmm. my skin structure is going to be different from someone who say, I also have uh, a quarter English and a little bit of uh, a little dash of Swedish thrown in. Right. So how would you would would you treat somebody even a little differently when there's a little bit of both? Because I know a lot of us are very mixed
0: ethnically. Exactly. No, actually, that's that's a great question, because um, I have quite a few clients who are part African-American, you know, part um, English or, or, you know, Caucasian. Um, so the your your skin and melanin production behaves more like the darker portion of your ethnicity so Mm -hmm. i like to ask people what their ethnicity is but i also like to ask how they tan because that's really what tells us how you're going to um, respond to different types of treatments so if you are now if you um tony go out in the sun and you tell me that well it takes about a good two hours before i start to burn i can get pretty nice and brown before I get a sunburn. And I um, you know, in my case, I can be out for two hours and I will never burn. I'll just keep getting browner or darker. Um, so then I know your your Italian side is a lot more predominant. It's dictating what your how your skin behaves. And I would classify you as a skin type three. Mm. Um, but if you told me that, you know, it's in about 30 minutes of being out in the sun, you start to burn, I would say, well, that's, that's your English side and you are a skin type two. So, so that's uh, how you tan will determine how you respond to treatments and what are safe.
1: I see. So I, I am a two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. I know it. So, so skin type one is very light and fair and porcelain like, and skin type four is very Darth yeah, so there are six and the two skin and three. types. Oh, six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there are six. So,
0: so skin type one is a um, is someone who is very fair and usually has red hair. That's a very typical skin type one, or very fair, fair blue eyed blonde, and um, skin type two. Fair brown hair. Um, but again, both skin type one and two usually it, it they in about about 30 minutes or so, they will start burning if they were in direct sunlight. Um, skin type three is more of um someone who's uh maybe um you know more Mediterranean. So they have dark pretty dark hair and can tan. They can get, you know, darker without burning. So an Italian um is a very good example of that. Someone mm-hmm. who's Italian descent. And then uh, skin type four, uh, a very good example is women of Indian descent, Asian, you know, Chinese, Korean, Filipino, they all are in that skin type four um, category. Um, a skin type five would be a uh, someone who is a little darker. So even in India, there are people who are, um, you know, they have just more melanation in their skin. So um, So that would be classified as skin type five. Um a lot of African Americans will get classified in the skin type five and six category as well. So there are actually
1: six skin types. Thank you for that. I, you know the research I've done, only four have ever been brought out. Yeah, up, and you know, but a lot of it is yes, it,
0: it keeps um changing and, and, and things get keep getting added. Yes.
1: That's great. Yeah, we learn we learn more as we go. Thanks for listening to part one of Tony Talks Humanity Matters with Dr. Simran Sethi. Be sure to listen to part two coming up next.